Welcome to The Call to Create. I'm your host, Charlie Teal, and today we're talking with Darcy Diamond, the owner and CEO of Production Squad, a photography and video production company based here in Central Oregon. Okay, well, today I'm sitting down with an awesome human being, an incredibly accomplished woman, and a woman who has become a friend of mine over the last couple of years, Darcy Diamond. Hello. I would like to start by just getting a rundown of your company and what your company does and how it does what it does and how you got into it. I'm fascinated by what you do, so I'm going to let you kind of run, run with that ball and okay. give us all a rundown of, of your thing. Of what we do. Um, it's a great question. That's a lot. First uh, of all, what's the name of the company? It's Production Squad. Okay. And um, Production Squad's been in business for about six years uh i've had the business for about 25. wow and it's always been a production company but we've sort of rebranded through the years and about six years ago went through a major rebranding built things a little bit differently rather than hiring just freelancers brought in some full-time employees and have just been building sort of literally a squad of great human beings working and just bringing people together in production um we do still photography and video. Okay. Um, and, you know, we travel the world doing it. So it's pretty awesome. And so you guys, so you don't, the actual photographer, the photography is not part of what you guys do, right? You're the behind the scenes, the logistics. Yes. All the stuff that happens aside from the actual photography. Yeah, so we, we're aligned with a lot of different photographers and clients. So we're either hired by the photographer or director, or we're hired by the client directly, and we align with that creative force. So okay. it's a very right and left brain field because we're estimating the jobs based on this cool creative concept. And then we put the estimate together, we collaborate, we problem solve, we put the teams together, and then yes, we make all the things behind the scenes happen. All the travel, all the locations, all the permits, <clears throat> all the things you want the city to do, we, <laughs> right. we handle oh all God, that. <laughs> can you just take over my project? Yes, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> then I can stop laying there at night grinding You can be a director. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so you said you've been doing this 25 years? Yep. And Don't start how calculating. did that get started? <laughs> um, I worked in, I started in advertising. Um, and at the bottom, I was a receptionist answering phones at a great agency called Shiat Day at the time in LA. And they were winning awards left and right. And it, as, as much as I thought, this is tough, I was working two jobs, working there and then waitressing at nights. I... Um, got to meet everybody because the reception area was this area where all the creatives came in and everyone would come or if they got up from their office they'd come over and hang out and talk and I sort of learned that there's this whole field called artbine which is like a photo editor of a magazine they're the ones that hire the photographers and I've always loved photography so through um, just a lot of dedication and giving my time to them, like t- give me anything you can that I can oh, do nice. to help get in this department because it doesn't have a lot of turnover, it happened. And I got into art buying at, a great, at this great agency that was hiring the best photographers in many different fields, like car shooters, celebrity shooters, okay. you know, lifestyle shooters, the whole bit. 
So I got to work with great people. And over time and a move, um, I started to see these producers who were doing what I do now and just thought, I think I would enjoy that better. You have more control over the end product. And I just felt like I was a good problem solver. Mm -hmm. And I love relationships with people. And when when you're a client from a agency you know everyone's kind of taking care of you and i didn't i didn't like that as much i didn't want to be wined and dined i wanted to be in the throes of the production which is why i moved into the other side of it okay cool yeah and so you like you have never been a photographer yourself you didn't start or you didn't delve into the actual photography no no, but I learned from the best. I, I shoot a lot of photography, yeah, but that's okay. not what I'm getting paid to do. Right. Okay. I'm aligning with them to create this like magical advertising or marketing content, whatever mm-hmm. it is, piece. Well, just looking at some of the stuff on your website, like it's, it's it is big an stuff. extraordinarily <laughs> diverse portfolio of big name clients. companies and clients. Very and lucky. Stuff, yeah. Very blessed. Yeah. I feel really grateful. (laughs) So you went from, you went like reception to art bind to the production side. Mm -hmm. Did you, uh, did you jump right in right away with, I'm opening my own production company or was it? I did. I, um, it was ballsy, but it was just me. So, you know, you want to present yourself as a company, but I was hiring freelancers. But again, I had so many great relationships with photographers that I think I reached out to all of them immediately and anyone that I had hired through the years was like absolutely we would we would love the opportunity to have you produce and whether they felt obligated because I had hired them in the past or whether they felt like they trusted me I jumped right in and this you know this was before this is going to totally date everything but it's like before cell phones were a thing before we had navigation all these things that are such important tools to ask google anything talk to people you have to know yeah you are literally a walking yellow pages right so it's all really it was all started built on relationships and like who's the best digital tech or who's the best anything in any city like that's if you didn't work in chicago and and a photographer wants you to work in chicago they wouldn't consider you unless you knew the, the way the city worked, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was, it was wild, but yeah, jumped right in. <laughs> now it's different. People don't jump right in anymore. There's right. so, the, the field is so vast and there's so much competition and anyone can ask, you know, Google any question and get an answer, but that right. doesn't always produce the right answer. Cause right. I say that we're, um, I'm part therapist, part psychologist, part mm-hmm. producer. You have to know people's personalities and how to bring people together that are not only right creatively, but you've got a lot of egos that you have to make sure that everyone, it's a symbiotic relationship and there's a lot of reciprocity and things like that happening on set so that when everyone leaves, they feel like, that was awesome, let's do it again. And right. then you always hope you can bring people back together. So you started 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. You keep on the saying that. Side well, I just, sorry. I just, I had no idea that you had been doing this that long. Like that, I just think that's really cool. So the, I kind of want to put that in context too of like family and kids and and how it all kind of blended together, or did it, or 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 did it not? Is this a different podcast? <laughs> 
it's wild. I mean, I, I actually thought I would not be a mother because it's a crazy business. We are right. on the go and one phone call changes the day entirely or the week or the month, you know, wow. you get that one phone call next, thing you know, you're going to, you know, New Zealand for a shoot. It's just, and you're prepping for it and then off you go. So when you have kids and little ones, I just, I was telling her earlier, I was like, I kind of am one of those people. I try my best to live in the moment because otherwise you just worry about things. And when you have these little ones at home, you're like, whoa, this is, you don't want to leave them, but you have to, it's, right. this is part of what it was and it was hard. And now it's just, um, now it's a normal thing. Right. We're all doing it. Right. Do you ever take your kids? How, how old are your kids? I do. Now? Yeah. They've been, they've been PAing and they're like, they're 12 Shut and 14. Up. Yeah. Oh my God. I my son's anything for They're actually really good at it. Yeah. They're great at the craft service table. We right. go out to t Trader Joe's and buy all the food and I put all the jars out and they know what to do. And it's great. <laughs> That's that, it's fun. That see that I'm jealous of that. Like that's really cool that you could take your kids and yeah, they immerse. Well, them in the and, summer, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you get to immerse them in kind of the world you move in. Totally, that's they want to know. They yeah. as yours would too. You should bring them in. I know. I tried to get my daughter to come in today, but she was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know if there's craft service there, but we're just talking." We got some chips on oh, the table over there. <laughs> it's not very that's exciting. <laughs> We're, you know, we're on a, we're doing this high end. We're I like it. All out. Wow. You got to save the food at the moment. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Let's not <laughs> all share food. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're involved as much as they can be. So it's good. And how many years into having your own agency did you have kids? Like, was that already oh, a thing or? It was not. I, gosh, that's a great question. I would say... Well, they're 12 and 14, so 25 years, about 10 years into yeah, it. There you go. Yeah, so it was 10 years of sort of building a reputation because that's what it's all about. And then I'm moving around quite a bit. I mean, I was living in um, Los Angeles when I started Arpine and production, moved to San Francisco. I just kind of kept heading north. <laughs> San Francisco, Sonoma, Lake Tahoe, and then up here. <laughs> yeah. And so how does that how did that leap happen to get to Bend? I mean, I can't imagine, I would imagine like so many people, it's, you love the lifestyle, you love, you know, the school systems, the kids, for the kids, all of that. Yeah, it's, um, that's actually a great story. We were looking for somewhere to move. We were calling it financial freedom. And a photographer called me and said, you used to be a rock climber. And I said, I did. And he said, well, I have this perfect job, so you have to bid on it, like construction. And they said, it can't be Yosemite, it can't be Joshua Tree. And, you know, all these options started to like dwindle down. <laughs> but it had to be on the West Coast for weather. And I was like, I've been to this place called Smith Rock, because I used to be a big climber. Okay. And he was like, really, let's show them pictures. And I was literally going through like old hard photos, scanning them uh, yeah. and sending them out. And the client was like, looks great. Let's let's move forward. So we came out and we scouted with a climber, a guide who took us on all the routes and we did all of that, showed the photos to the client. They loved it. We came back, did the shoot. And by the end of the shoot, I felt like madly in love with this town. <laughs> I didn't even know Ben was here because when I was at Smith Rock climbing, I was camping. Right. So the conversation with the crew was that, was that who's moving here? And I was like, I'm moving here. <laughs> 
So I went home and I said, we have to move to Bend. And at the time, my husband... And your husband's like, where? Exactly. <laughs> I was like, trust me. So we just started visiting and, yeah. you know, slowly through time. It wasn't the ideal time, but you took, we took a hit in the California market, but mm -hmm. we came out and, I mean, this town's... It's the best. We all know that. Yeah, right. Yes. Why we I had the here. exact same <laughs> conversation with my wife. You did. Like, I was like, I really want to go check out this place, Bend, Oregon. And she was like, what? Yeah. Like, where? Where? Did I was, we've never even been to Oregon. She was like, you want to go? I was like, yeah, it looks really cool. Like, everything that we like to do is there. So. How long ago like, was that? When we first visited was probably nine years ago. Oh, so similar. Yeah. 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 But now you say it and people are like, no way, you live in Bend. Uh, yes, I have exactly. friends that live in yeah, Bend. Everyone knows about it. The profile of the town has really yeah. changed. It's great. Yeah, it's gotten a lot a lot more well known. Yeah. Which is, you know, blessing curse kind of thing. It's like now that we are here, everyone else should just stop coming. <laughs> but that's not how it works. So. But it's a tricky I mean, for what I do, I I had to leave everything in different cities because it's not a heavy production town. We have clients right. that come in every now and then. Right. So I've been sort of promoting it and trying to spread the word about, because the shoots we've done here have been awesome. That's great. And there's limited crew, but there's great talent, and it's so fun to shoot here for all the same reasons we live here. It's just, right. I wouldn't say easy, it's just, it's just really fun. Right. Uh, you like to give money back to the town that you live in. Yeah, yeah, and you want to see, I mean, and of course it benefits you if you can bring more business totally to this, to this area, yeah. I think it benefits me the most if I can work from home for a week. It's so nice to do a shoot <laughs> and then come home. Right. It's such a luxury because I'm right. on the road all the time. Right. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can turn this into a facility that you can use, right? Yeah. That's the plan. That's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so when you, is it hard now for you to pitch, you know, to be like, well, we're in Bend, Oregon, but I mean, or is it just the norm now for people to travel all over for shoots and production? Yeah, I think that's what's happening. I think that it used to be, I used to feel like I couldn't tell people because I thought out of sight, out of mind. Right, like you had to be based in LA or San Francisco or something. Yeah, like and if you weren't exactly where the, the job was happening at that moment, people thought that you weren't going to be on top of it. But oh, I do right. think that's changed immensely. I've seen it in the nine years I've been here. Right. No one cares that I'm from here. They care that their job is done and done well. and. You know, for me, the transition has also been not being on every job and being able to take on a few more jobs for the teams that I have. Mm. And because I can't be everywhere at once and making sure that the clients are okay with that. Right. So, yeah, I think it's it's changing. And now people are like, wait, you live in Ben. What what could we shoot in Ben? I'm like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, the tide has shifted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're like, oh, that's awesome. We should do the shoot there. You're like, yes, you should. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's hopeful. And I like that. I love, I love it. That part of this job, just collaborating from the beginning, if they have a lifestyle shoot that involves any sort of activities, mm -hmm. it just has to match up with 
like if it's a fashion client, they're shooting summer in the winters and winters in the summers, which doesn't match up here. Right, and right, that's right, why right. we go to LA or other places. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. And so is most of your team, do they live here as well? Or are they all around and you pull them together for jobs? Like, how does that work? So they're all around. Um, they're literally, we have the, if you're talking about full-time employees, they live, I have one here and we have two in um, Southern California in Los Angeles, Venice and Santa Monica. And then we just have freelance teams everywhere. So like we have a shoot coming up in New York. So it's just fun. Cause then you get to like bring everybody on and, and or travel people. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we have, we have like the go-tos and every photographer or director has the people they like to use. So again, we collaborate. It's mm-hmm. not like who we always want, but we, you know, it's fun hiring people and making sure everyone's working as much as they can. And right. Yeah. Hmm. So, and so what is your, is your husband in the business as well? So we're not together anymore. Oh, okay. And we, uh, so that part of it didn't work out <laughs> so well, but that's okay. Right. He is in the business, um, as well, but we don't do it together. Okay. Um, amicable, but, and we refer work to one another. So, right. But he lives here too. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then you can, I'm sure you share time with the kids and do all that stuff. And, oh yeah. yeah. It's chaotic. We have a calendar like we all do. And you're yeah, like, wait, like where, what? Yes. <laughs> yes. The calendar with like, it's like the world's most complex. <laughs> yeah. Rain, like jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Yes. But it's good for them. I think it teaches them my son was amazing. He was like, I don't think it's going to be that different. We already were so used to the two of you, like passing ships in the night. Oh, right. That they kind of got used to that. And right. I kind of thought I would, I admired that in him. I thought that was really, um, wise of him to say, because right. he saw it as, um, like a positive silver lining mm-hmm. that he already knew what the schedules were going to be like, and mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that different, which is right. kind of settling for a parent versus unsettling, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yes, settling, yes. Stabilizing. Stable, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good. <clears throat> but they're awesome. That's great. Yeah. That's very cool. And you have two kids? Yeah. That's great. That's super neat. And I, I just, I love, I'm so jealous of the fact that they like come and help out on shoots and stuff in the summer when they can. It's great. It's, they're funny. They, um, we had a shoot out at Billy Chinook and there's this big hill that, you know, you try to instill good values and good work ethic, and you just don't know until it's sort of not enforced where you're like, do this, do that at the house with chores. But on set, I said, see that car? Like a good distance up the hill, like Uh at least two football fields. The client's jackets were in the car and the sun was going down and they were cold. And I'm not going to have them go all the way up. This is what our team does. Right. So I said, run up and grab their jackets and bring them back. And he was like on it. And he took off running and ran the entire way, which I don't think anyone else I had asked would have done that. They would have walked. And he ran all the way up and all the way back and handed the jackets off. I was like, knuckles, buddy. Nice work. Yeah, right. I was proud. Just go yeah. after a thing. Yeah. Yeah. With it seems like a silly detail, but he ran. Right. He yeah, literally, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, great. I get that. I get why that like made an impression on you. Yeah. <laughs> Hustle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same with my daughter. She's 
walking around with craft service, passing things around and giving waters out and nice. it's pretty cool. That's very cool. I'm looking yeah. forward to more of that because they're still young, you know, but. And so you said you do uh, photo and video production shoots. Correct. Is that, no, that seems to me very different in, I would assume it's two different crews, different it can staff, be. different, yeah. It can be. Um, what happened in the same amount of time as a lot of the questions you're asking, the clients wanted more and more content and they wanted right. to make use of the day and maximize right. it. Right. It's a little overwhelming, but we, you know, we hire a lot of um, photographers that have become directors and um, some of their crew can kind of cross over and do both. Mm. At times we hire a whole video team like a DP, ADs, ACs, grips, the whole bit. Wow. So it can be it can be a fifty to sixty person crew, some sometimes, right, and we're just quite literally circus. shooting nonstop. It's chaotic, but it's fun. Right. Yeah, we get it done somehow. Sometimes you look at it before it's all happening. You're like, how is this going to happen? <laughs> like we have a we have like a location. We just did a shoot out in Joshua Tree. It was so fun. It was um, a very boho style uh, campaign for Walmart. And we were in these small homes that we had to have both crews. And we were not sure how it was going to work. But, you know, with proper planning, it was seamless. And right. everyone knew what they needed to do. And that's when you're just, it's like being a proud mom of your teams. You're like, man, it's really awesome when you can tell a bunch of adults what to do. And they're so intuitive, they know already how to do it, but it's just like, it works, it's synchronized, what is the word, synchronicity? Yeah. It's just sort of like, works. It's impressive. And I think a testament to the quality of the people that you have. They're the amazing. You in, like, you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for the good people. <laughs> yeah, there's so many great people in this business. It's awesome. And that's what... That's what we, that's what we say. It's not, it's not even the money. It's the relationships right. I care about the most, you know, so it's pretty cool. And you're also starting an entirely new thing. Oh, yes. Do you want to talk about that or is that to yes. be kept under wraps for now or? No, it's fine. It's, I'm super excited. It's not the websites what's holding us up, kind of like your construction here. <laughs> um, we're starting a talent side of it called talent squad and um we're it's sole it's sole purpose is to bring more production to bend in the pacific mm -hmm. northwest um because there's so many great talent agencies all around the country in the metropolitan areas but i think bend offers so many great talent and people that would love to make a little extra money here and there right that we could include and kind of help them to do that. It's just bringing people together, clients and people in this town and promote more production. So that's what's in the works. And the website is really tricky the way we want to design it. So oh, yeah. it's been, um, it's been a fun collaborative process, but it's, it's tough because, you know, now people can build a website so easily and it's, this is not that this is, has quite a, um, background to it of, oh, okay. yeah how to how to make it all work seamlessly and what we want so that's what's happening and yeah we're ready to use this space and do some global casting i'm ready for you to use this space <laughs> too like that yeah it's gonna be great know, part of 
as I've told you before, like part of the vision of this was to be a base of operations for things exactly like what you're describing. Yeah. And I can't wait to meet more people here. I mean, I, I feel like it's a small town, but I feel like I can still go anywhere and I don't know that many people. Yeah. I might say hi to a few here and there. And I do like that. I don't want to, you know, know everybody, but I do look forward to meeting more people and getting more faces and just connecting more with people because it's an awesome community, you know? Yeah. Do your kids do, are are they in shoots as well? My daughter got hired for an athletic shoot and she was all over the athletic catalog and the store and the Instagram. It was awesome. So it was a winter one that just passed. We did it up at Mount Hood, like during the summertime Uh and she loved it. She was really great and had a good time and they were so nice and awesome with her and all the talent. They hired a couple people here from Bend. It was cool. That's great. Yeah. What about your son? Has he been in shoots? He hasn't been in any of the shoots. Yeah, it depends on the specs, you know, and what they're looking for. So he's, um, you know, it's tough. A lot of times our clients want to sort of have, um, like, you know, not be, to have ethnicity be a bit ambiguous. Mm -hmm. So my son's just this great looking Caucasian blonde hair, blue eye kid. So you never know what the specs are. Yeah. 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 Where my daughter is a little more the brown hair, you know, a little more ethnically ambiguous. So, but it depends. You never know. If he wanted to do it, I would help him with the right kind of thing. He's so into skiing. I always think and wonder if something scheme would come into town that he could do something like that. Right. But Yeah, I had a friend, I mean, years ago, but back in Charleston, he worked part-time as a model. And 99% of the time it was because, I mean, he was an attractive guy, but very much in that ethnically ambiguous, you're not, there's category. no clear definition as to what his background is. And he was just like, he fit that that slot perfectly. That's awesome. <laughs> and you know, that was years ago and it was it was a big thing back then too. So Yeah, still is. Yeah. I'm sure it's probably even bigger. So the more diversity yeah. people can bring in the better, right? <laughs> totally. Yes. And I do think that is hard to find here in Central Hard to Oregon. find that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> you na- you nailed it. Like the photo shoot we were talking about a while back. I'm like, I don't think I can find a, what was it, a, a Korean man. I was like, there might be, a, I'm sure there are a couple of them here. I just, yeah, but do they want to do it? Are they yeah, good in like, front of a camera? Right, yeah. exactly, exactly. So. But there's a lot of great athletes here. I do think, you know, companies like Nike and Patagonia, we have so many great companies here, Hydroflask yeah. and even, you know, REI and just, they should be doing a lot more here because what also sells advertising is not the way someone looks, but how they're performing a certain sport. Mm -hmm. And we have so many talented athletes. Yes. So that's pretty cool. I like that. So production squad's ticking along. Talent squad is about to take off. About to take off. Yep. And is this, is this all your baby? Like, is this all you? Yes man. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It is a lot though. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's been building, it's been getting big enough that it's a lot of responsibility and you have a lot of loyal, I have a lot of loyalty and 
you know, in times like this, you're just thinking about your teams and wanting to right. make sure that people are feeling the earth under their feet and supported and looked after. So I love that though, you know, it's good. And speaking of kind of the times we're in right now, are you guys, Yeah. I mean, as we are like hourly and right now in the midst of all this coronavirus stuff and it seems like every hour there's another thing being shut down. Yep. Are, are, is that affecting what you guys are doing right now? Or are you canceling 100%. shoots, canceling trips? Yeah, canceled trips, canceled shoots. Um, most of them will probably be postponed. So we're having daily status meetings just to even connect um, because there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that needs to, you know, we have all these action items that we want to get through and luckily when we're busy, we don't have time to do them, but then that leaves no time to do them. Right. So we're taking advantage of the downtime and just connecting on it. We, I just had one before I came here and I said, you know, this is really about us just not only, um, continually working towards all these goals that we have, but it's about connecting and feeling like we're part of something because all of us are freelancers and when we're not all together, we're home alone, you know, right. ask, ask, we're asked to quarantine ourselves and right. be socially responsible, but you want to feel like you're still a part of something. So even if we're just talking about that hour to hour news, it, it's been kind of nice the last three and four days, just even rather than texting or emailing, just social interaction. Mm -hmm. It's critical. But yeah, everything's on pause, I would say for definitely 30 days, if not wow. more. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, it affects samples. So we have, you know, Walmart's one of our own clients and the samples aren't arriving. So, you know, oh. they don't want to postpone. Everyone wants to keep things moving forward, but it, it's, it's a bigger, it's not just about pausing because of social interaction and trying to not spread this virus, but it's about all the other products that we can't get a hold of to do anything right. with. the ripple effect of, of it all. Yeah. Oh, I don't envy you that, <laughs> that side of the no. planning and management and damage control. And People are worried. Yeah. And I keep saying it's, I mean, we're all in this together. Yeah. And we're all, it's temporary. No one's lost their jobs. They're just, we're all pausing. You know, all of us. So we're going to come out okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just in the short term. Yeah. It makes for massive disruption. It does. Yeah. I don't like that part. I wish I could do more, but I just keep thinking on a small scale. Somehow, yeah, we're, I'm helping the teams that I have and just trying to keep people busy and motivated. And even here with the kids, we decided not to go to Japan for spring break, which was incredibly hard decision for all of us. Right. Um, I mean, I've wanted to go there my whole life and we were super excited. We were going to ski and go to Tokyo, but we said, not only are we not going to go, but we were then going to replace it with something else. And we paused and we said, why don't we just stay in bend because let's make a list of all the things we love to do in Bend. Right, and we, right. we, we 
went around the table and everyone got through at least like three things. So that was 12 items. Everything from like skiing Mount Bachelor to Family Fun Center to eating at Boss Torres, whatever at that moment everyone's favorite things were. And we said, let's put a little bit of money back into the economy here. We don't have to hold up and do nothing. Let's spread, you know, right. you know, be right. responsible, but also support, support local this businesses. local business. Yeah. 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 Hmm. And you said that you were, you used to be a big rock climber. Mm -hmm. Are you still, are you still <laughs> a rock climber? I still, uh, I still dabble in it, but I, gosh, I mean, it's. Are you going to be heading up to Smith Rock in the next couple of weeks? Uh, that's actually a really good idea. I didn't even think of there that one. <laughs> actually climbing. We, we've done that a number of times where we've hired a guide. I mean, I'm not lead climbing and setting up the ropes anymore, right. but um, we've hired a few. There's a couple of great guys in town we know that have set things up, and that's actually a very good idea. I did there not. That one so did not. Hit me up when you're ready to go. Okay, I'll we should all go. Yeah, yeah, and your kids. I mean, yeah. it's the best way to spend a day just sitting watching your yeah. your team and cheering them on and watching them accomplish a climb. They're all yeah. hard no matter what they're rated. Right. But am I a rock climber? Um, yes, I still do it every year at some capacity a couple times, but not to the levels I was doing right. it back when I was talking about it. Right. But it's such a respectable sport. I have mad respect for people that do it. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's hard, but I don't do the indoor at all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say I I was blown away by Ben Rock was it Ben Rock Gym here, um, the indoor climbing gym here in town, and just the freaking the quality of that facility and the size of it and everything. I mean, my girls have done summer camps there and oh, they cool. do like after school things there and oh nice and it's the coolest thing to see your eight-year-old daughter without a even a moment's hesitation like scale a 40-foot oh, rock face awesome. or rock wall whatever that is awesome i'm just like oh <laughs> that's totally. my girl yeah it is <laughs> <You> know, <you're> <laughs> like, <laughs> there she goes you know and, they, and she's like what dad i got this putting her hand in her chalk bag yeah right yeah yeah hanging Lunch back move. <laughs> They've That's taken awesome. them out to Smith Rock for some of the summer camp cool. stuff and climbed there. So because it's, it's different, funny, I never even thought about that. Because I, I mean, I climbed in high school, so and but, it's different. the The holds aren't there, so it makes them problem solve in a different right. way. And that's important. I think they do both. They can keep in shape by doing it indoors, right? Because right. it's a whole different thing. It's like a whole day event. Yeah, you yeah. know. Do your, are your kids in other sports and stuff too? Yeah, my son's way into skiing. He's a free ride skier. Um, he's he's up there throwing flips and spins and wow, like it's mind blowing to me because he's six. He's almost six one, and he is twisting and turning his bodies in ways that even at that height, I'm like, that's amazing. Right, just the physics involved. Yeah, and to see him land it. He's and how old is he? Sorry. 14. He's 14. He's yeah. 14. He's six feet tall. So yeah. probably a year ago, he was like five feet tall. Or he's probably it's, shot up a lot in the last year, year and a yeah, half. It's yeah, it's just never stopped. My so family. To control that much yeah. new body height, body length at the age of 14, that's really impressive. It is. It's great. And, but, and it's cool to see like this group of friends from different schools they come up on the weekends he's formed quite a awesome oh, tribe cool. of 
mostly, you know, they call them, they're the boys, the da boys, D-A, da boys, which, you know, is. Because they're gangster like that. They're thug. They're total gangster. <laughs> they're awesome kids. It's fun. And then the, you know, all the, um, it's all through MBSCF as well. So okay. all the guides and stuff, they're, That's they're great Mount too. Bachelor Sports Education Foundation. Is that right? You nailed it. Yep. Okay. So he does that, and my daughter is um, really into horsing. So she rides out at Someday Farms and does like the hunter jumper oh, category. Oh, like show, show jumping. She, that's where she wants to head with it. Um, okay. We do not have a horse. I'm, she would love to have one. <laughs> I like that's how you're like, slightly overwhelming. I am not going down that road. <laughs> we're kind of already one foot in, one foot right, out. Yeah. We're, we're trying to get sucked in eventually. You get sucked in. Well, yeah. when you see them, like you said, when you see your kids excel in something, yeah. it's, her, um, it's her thing. When she is on the horse, the whole world falls away. It's like rock climbing. That's the one wow. thing I always said about climbing. And I'm sure it's the same for my son when he's jumping, you, everything falls away. Yeah. And that's when you're living in the moment. And like, that's when life happens. Yeah. And that's when it lets the coolest you, part. Uh, especially for kids these days, they need ways to push all the stress, push all the pressure from school yeah. and everything and to shed that. Yeah. And if they can do that through sports, well, fuck, that's even better. Like, yeah. great, good. Cause then it's the physical benefit of it as well. Totally. So. That's awesome. That's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember as a kid, I don't know, it seems like school is much more demanding these days than when we were kids. Like, I just remember as a kid not feeling all that super stressed until high school, but up to high school not feeling like I needed that kind of outlet. Like, for me, sports was always, it was always a part of my life, but just because I just loved it. What did you do? Oh God, I played, I played soccer, I played baseball. Um, those were, I guess, my two big sports as a kid. I was, my entire family actually is in the horse world. So oh. my dad, my dad was a steeplechase jockey. No way. Yes, up until he shattered wow. his leg, like some early in his career. Oh. And it just never healed properly. And so he, he became a trainer. So he became a you know, racehorse trainer. My mom was big in the horse show world back in the day, like showed in Madison Square Garden and the whole thing. That what? was how they met, was through the horse world. That's amazing. And like my sister was big in horses. I like missed out on the gene. That whatever no the horse gene is, I did not get it. Is that a gene that's, um, it's an interest gene or is it like I think, a connection to an animal gene? I think it's the connection to the animal. Like I always Got it. put me on a mountain bike, put me on a dirt bike, <laughs> put me on a four-wheeler. Because you're controlling Anything it. I control, I'm all in. Yeah. But the horses always were like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. And they'd be like, and we're out. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd just be like, whoa, stop. Nice horse. Stop. <laughs> I get it. As I'm getting They're run away with through the woods, you know. They deserve mass amount of respect because they know if you're one of those, oh, I guess, genius people. <laughs> yes. Now, it didn't help that my parents would always, you know, they're like, oh, we're going to put you on this retired racehorse that, you know, oh, he's calm. He's fine. Uh, as soon as I get on him, he's like, oh, my gosh, he's like, oh, I'm the one in control. And we're he going would just on a ride. Take off. <laughs> That's, I'm like, I so hate scary. this. <laughs> 
What yeah. would you do after like, oh, you're like, <laughs> you just hold on until oh finally he gets tired or stops or whatever. And then you're like, okay, that sucked. Um, can that, we go home now? <laughs> and of course, like if I was out riding with my sister or something, she would just be laughing at me the entire time. Oof, older or younger? Older. Oh, that doesn't work. Yeah. So that no. was, yeah. So that was, I just missed out on that horse connection, whatever that was. So. I, Do your girls have it at all? I I think I mean they enjoy it. Like they did a horseback riding camp last summer. Ooh! And they cool. had a blast. Um, but it wasn't something that they became like you know some kids they just instantly it clicks. Yeah. And then they're sold forever. Yeah. Thankfully it was not that. <laughs> yeah. Because that's it's not a cheap world to move in. No, exactly. That's. So. I was happy for them to have it and to have the experience and to do it. Yeah. But I'm glad they did not get too sucked into it. Yeah. So. I have a friend whose daughter's older and into it and has all these blue ribbons. And he said, do you know how many, do you know how much each one of these blue ribbons costs? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure you just took the whole expense of it and divided it by those ribbons. Right, and yeah. that is like, that's a lot. Yes. Yes. So. But, I mean, that said, like, I would like my girls to find, I mean, sports was a huge part of my life as a kid and still to this day. Like, physical stuff is, man, so important to me. Yeah. And they both, like, they were doing parkour for a while. There's a no parkour way. gym here oh, in yeah, town. Oh, yeah, And they were all cool. into that for a while, but they've kind of lost interest in that, which that's fine. As a kid, you go through these you go through sports and you try them out for a while and you do the thing and then you get tired of the thing and that's great. But I don't want them to not have a sport of some kind that right. they're passionate about. I have a feeling they're in good hands. They will. Yeah. Well, my wife was saying that now our older daughter wants to try track. Oh, cool. So I was like, really? Okay, that's fine. That's great. What grade is she in? She just, this is her first year in middle school. Oh yeah, so it's a thing. Yeah, so it's a thing and That's it's cool. there. So yeah. I don't know if she has a friend that got into it or something, but great, try That's awesome. go for it. Yeah, keeps them healthy. Yeah, and I could, I mean, I, 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 for I guess one season, like I threw shot in high school for no, two years I threw shot in high school. I was never great at it. But, you know, that moving in that track world, I'm like, well, at least if, if she gets sucked into that, at least we'll be outside for meets and stuff. <laughs> so Yeah, the meets it. are fun. I did, we did that one year. It was a brief blip, but it, it's fun. They're yeah. huge. Yeah, and it's all a the, massive production. You're kind of walking all, all over the field. All these things happening <laughs> yeah. at once. And yeah, like, where's my fun. kid? <laughs> what time is this event? Right. Yeah, They're a little unorganized, but I think that's just how the track thing is. Yeah, I think I, I just think thought so. it was unorganized when it really wasn't. And probably, I would imagine you are a very organized and structured person <laughs> by nature, by um, profession. Yeah, I would say I do like to have some, but I also... I kind of thrive on um, the chaos of not knowing. Oh, and I think that's why I adapted to this freelance world very earlier, like in the OG days when people weren't really <laughs> like freelancing. I just, I do, I thrive on that. It makes me work harder and um, 
makes me more focused. Uh -huh. So I don't, I, if you were to ask anyone else, they'd be like, she's, she's organized. I mean, I definitely appreciate that in life, but right. it's, um, it's more the, it's okay when things are a little chaotic. Right. It makes you focus. Like what's the next step? It's not always the same. It's different, but yeah. So when you're on a shoot, how does that work? Is the, is the photographer sort of in charge? Are you in charge? How does that? It probably <laughs> I'm sure, depends on I'm sure it depends on who you ask. <laughs> the photographer would be like, oh, hell yeah, I'm in charge. <laughs> um, and sometimes I'm not on set and the team's in charge. It, it really is a balance. I think we're all sort of, there's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of egos and everyone sort of has their part. And I think that's what works the best because the photographer is in charge of the creative and the lighting and, right. you know, making that happen. And behind the scenes, we're in charge of all the logistics and problem solving. And there's a right. lot of problems that come up, you know, it right. could rain on a day that we need sun. And the question is like, is it raining too hard that we have to cancel? Can we create sun? Um, it's on the fly problem solving. So, and the clients too, they're equally, you know, a part of it. So it just depends. Some people sit back a little more and let us kind of take the reins and other people jump right in. But it's, um, it's different every time. Mm -hmm. There is definitely no... Sounds like that's the part you love. I do. Yeah. I love it so much. I do. I love problem solving. So it's... But that's... And it's also a personality thing. You just have to be willing to listen, willing to... Um, participate in a conversation and it's not a debate, right? It's not something that you're like, well, what I thought was this. It's more like, that's a good idea. I, th I was thinking this and maybe you land there, maybe you land here or somewhere in the middle. Right. So as long as the, as long as the finished product is. Yeah. And everyone's happy is what she is, what the client needs and wants. Totally. Great. And that you're not stressed out. That's the other key. I think in any business is just having people that are level-headed and working through things in a um, not stressful manner. Right. So, yeah. Do you kind of, like looking at your kids and their inclinations and tendencies and stuff, do you see them as creative types? Are they logistical types? Are they- Such a good question. It's such a good question because I actually think about this all the time. Because yeah. you wonder like how your life has, you know, is projected onto them. Right. And I'm starting to see it more and more um, in different ways. It's playing out in different ways in the fields that they love, where they're stepping up a little more. But I, yeah, they're. Um, my son seems a little more regimented, where my daughter's a little more free flowing with things. Um, so, you know, that, that just, each of them has a little bit of both of what I just said, you know, right. just, so, um, I, I can't definitive, I can't definitively answer that yet because it's constantly evolving, but I always sit back and try to watch, you know, to, to get a, get an idea of how it, how it's, what's the word I'm looking for? how it sort of is implemented in their lives. Right, right. Yeah. Like how they integrate that. What their parents are doing. Psyches and yeah. their, how they see themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think the most important part is um, what I told my daughter, cause she's, like I said, she recently did a f really fun athletic shoot and the client was so great. 
and the girls had so much fun and it was so what you would hope for as a mom and then I get to produce it was it wasn't about their bodies and image it was about girls having fun and just getting her to understand you know like what is what our business is built on and um what happens once an image is taken in post and Mm. nothing was really done with theirs they were pretty true i'm sure that a few little touch-ups were done here and there but it was um it's kind of cool to kind of teach them that too because it's not always what it seems in the final image curtain and be like look these are the actual people in these photos are not physically perfect exactly (laughs) that can be and they look very different yeah after the fact yeah, and I think I haven't worked with Dove, but I think they do such a great job. There's so much, there's so much good content on um, YouTube where they show the whole process mm-hmm. of a model from start to finish, how she comes in and sits down like right here, and then the sh- all the hair and makeup and the shoot, and then the post work. They're elongating their necks and bringing their cheekbones up and all this stuff. That's right. they looked beautiful no matter what, but for some right. reason the client's like, "This is what we need. This is what we want." Or this is, or they decide that we're not going to do that, and we're, you know, showing women exactly as they are. So is it is it Athleta? There's a women's, there's an athletic women's yes product yes line yeah company. I think it's Athleta. They're doing where they I, use they use like actual just athletic females. Yep. Doesn't matter if they fit that perfect body image that you know seems to be demanded of in so many circles like they just use healthy athletic women of all colors and shapes and sizes yeah they do they do a great job I don't know if other ones do but they're one of them and I I work with this um great photographer that's become a really good friend of mine in the business and I've always watched her shoot female talent she gets to work with some of the best models and I've always just been enamored with how she does it and she makes women feel beautiful and she gets so much more out of them than some of the male photographers because it's a different relationship. There's just a different level of trust and um, it's fascinating to see even that kind of happen in in that way. Yeah, yeah. So. I'd, I'd love to watch that, to see that. Yeah. Dynamic play out. It's really cool when someone feels like they can be exactly who they are, you know, right. versus something else. And I would imagine if you're any kind of model in any, doesn't matter if it's athletic way or any other area of modeling, like that's rare <laughs> that you can actually feel like I can just be me mm-hmm. and that's what they want. Yeah. Some companies really are doing cool. it really well. It's pretty impressive. Again, no. it's another testament to the times and like yeah. the last decade that we've been moving through this. There's been some pretty cool stuff out there. Yeah, and especially for your daughter to see that. Yeah. From sort of in front and in back, like behind the scenes. Yep. <laughs> and in front of the scenes and how that plays out. Yeah. Man, she, yeah, she's gonna have a fantastic perspective, like grounded perspective mm, I on hope it all. so. Right? I mean, I hope so. It's. Yeah. It's all in the company you keep as well, yeah. you know, and their friends and what yeah. they're doing. And, and they're reaching that age where the friend's influence grows and your influence shrinks. It's true. And you're it's like, exactly oh, God, what's please happening. pick good friends. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. and picking not only that but like makeup for as an example we she's been dabbling little bits she's pretty natural but I'm I've been encouraging her to I didn't have a mother that encouraged me if it was even available to use products that were all natural there's so many great products out there and so many great lines that don't have the chemicals and um, just sort of introducing her to that because right. I think that's equally as important but you know these kids are invincible and I we were too right I yeah. never thought anything bad was gonna happen if I laid in the Sun with baby oil on I mean I, the only thing I thought was that I get a great tan right yeah. but you see it now so yep. I mean yeah, it's all that there's no there's no convincing them that yeah you know what you're talking about yeah <laughs> You're like, I've got it, Mom. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. I know, Mom. You're like, but, I, can't but not really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're they're great kids. I, they're awesome kids. Oh, man, that's fantastic. Yeah. I think it's probably a testament to you guys as parents, to you as a parent, as that's a mom. That's sweet. I, I take, I'll take partial credit where I'll take it, but I think it's also... Um, Someone told me early on it takes a community to raise kids. And that's what got me through this business because I had to leave them. And we have had great nannies, great babysitters, great friends that have all been such a huge part of their life. And I love that because, I mean, that that is important. Right. That we're all raising each other's kids in some way. Yeah. So it's cool. Do you feel, I mean, it sounds like they've had a great experience with other people in their lives, but yeah. was that, was that, was that sort of a, a point of guilt for you as a mom to feel like you're leaving you're the worst. these trips? And... It was the worst. Yeah. I hated it. I, I've shed many tears over missing my kids. It's not that way now because they're older. Mm -hmm. Um, They're probably now when you leave, they're like, yeah, bye mom. They get it. (laughs) I always said the same message and I still say it that, and it's not to make them feel guilty. It's just, you know, mom's mom's working hard for the family. Right. And their dad's working hard for the family too. It's not, you know, lopsided. Everyone's working hard to make this thing happen. So my message was just to make sure they understood, you know, that all the stuff doesn't come, you know, without working hard for it, you know? So we live in a great town. It's reasonable here. It's, you know, there's a lot to do and not all of it costs money. And, you know, we're not driving brand new cars and, you know, live in big houses. We live just the normal Ben life that, you know, I, I shouldn't even give a percentage, but, you know, we're very lucky. Right. I live in a small house in Northwest Crossing, and we love it. We're busting at the seams, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that keeps the family tight, too. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We know what, yeah. You know when someone's, what music they're listening to, unless they have their headphones on. And right. sometimes when they have their headphones Even on. Even then, you're like, yeah. I can hear it out here through the headphones. You probably turn that so down. it's so offensive. Gosh, really? <laughs> Oh boy. Pick your battles. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, what I've tried to do with my girls, it sounds like you've 
very successfully done the same thing, which is like try to when they're younger. My my thing is like establish trust and establish that I am someone they can go to, and that you know I'm I can always they can ask me anything. Get and, ready for that. <laughs> yes, because we're <laughs> now we're we actually had. I had an interesting question the other day from my 11-year-old who was asking me things that she had learned or explaining things that she had learned in sex education class. And Ooh, I was can like, you share it? Really? <laughs> really? Like, I was driving the car, and I was like, don't wreck the car as we're trying to get across town, because Here's your just, chance. It was, well, it, <laughs> it was the, the general question, or it was actually an observation on her part she was like i just don't see why anyone would want to ever have sex <laughs> and i was just like okay hang on to that for as long as you can yeah you're like you're right you yeah. are totally right i don't either yeah what did yeah you i was say? just like what did you say i i was like well i was like i'm glad you're learning about sex like i'm glad that you're learning about this stuff because Literally, I got none of that when I was a kid. Right. And, but I was like, you know, you, more than anything at all, I mean, I fumbled my way through some answer about like, you know, that's great. Like you, you get to make your decision about these things as you learn about them. And, you know, your perspective may change, is probably going to change over time. And, you know, all of that. But more than anything, I was just really, really happy that she felt she could talk to me about that stuff. That's amazing. That's all I care about. Yeah. Just like be able to talk to me, and I will talk to you. And like there will. That's all I want is communication. That is great. That's so. pretty special. And then as a daughter to her dad, like I feel like that's even a harder, harder. a harder gap to cross. No, I don't know. I think no. that. It doesn't have to be like that. Don't project that. Right. It's a very special relationship. Yeah. I've tried. I mean, you've got cultivating two, yeah. that is always, that's all I've tried to do. <laughs> yeah. Knowing that the teenage years were coming and that like yes. when that hits, we better have a strong foundation already laid of exactly. trust and respect and all that stuff. And they're constantly going to push the boundaries and yeah, yeah, that's so great. So. More than anything, I was just like, wow, that's cool that she felt she could share that with me. Did and you course, play the conversation over in your head a few times oh, afterwards? Oh. Like, oh, I wish I had said that, or, oh, why, <laughs> why didn't I just listen? Or, you know, right. why did I, did you do it was that? More, it was more just the shock of it, because <laughs> there was more to the conversation. There was, you know, she was kind of asking me, or not asking me, she was saying that not just in general sex, but apparently they've broached the topics of all the different types of sex you can have. How old is she? 11. Good. And I was just like, wow, okay, I certainly didn't know about those things when I was 11. Um, you know, like I said, it's great that she's learning these things. Of course, the eight-year-old is in the other seat, and she's just like, ah, like she doesn't want to hear any of it. <laughs> so I'm like, That's good. That's fine. Don't want you to hear any of this either. <laughs> You're like, but, dad doesn't really want to hear this Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't really want to have this conversation, but... Here I am. I'm happy that we are. I'm happy we are having the conversation, because I'd much rather have the conversation. Yeah. 
and have it be a little weird and awkward than not. It's tough. So. I've had questions come up in my head and I'm like, I'm just going to ask them. And I go mostly to my son and he's been awesome. I mean, he, sometimes I'm sure he's horrified at the questions I'm asking, but right. we talk about it and, but yeah, you walk away and you're like, oh, I wish I had asked it like this or yeah. Right. But that's normal human interaction. Yeah. Yeah. We fumble our way through, do our best. Yeah. What else can you do? <laughs> totally. <clears throat> It's well, good so trust. As we're kind of wrapping things up, where where would you point people to? Where do you think where is the best place people should go to find out more about what production squad's doing, what you're up to, what talent squad's gonna be about? It sounds like talent squad's not That's the, not live the yet. Website's not quite there yet. Yeah. That's not live. Once that happens, it'll be fun. We'll go we'll make sure people know in town. We'll spread the word and we'll have castings here, so We'll make it a fun, collaborative project. But um, yeah, Production Squad has, you know, we have our own website, production-squad.com, and we have um, a fun Instagram. Everything's, we've kind of branded it all black and white. So yeah, our whole Instagram at Production Squad Inc. is all black and white. It's just fun. We throw a lot of the behind the scenes stuff so you get to see all the crew. And we're always talking about ways to um, do more stuff and, market more and mm-hmm. it's a lot of work though so we at times like these where we're like let's take advantage of it but yeah we have uh we're on a big pause which will be fun to kind of clean things up behind the scenes and right. make it streamlined and then jump back into it when yeah. when the world's ready right and when the yeah when the world is ready when it when it all kicks back into gear do you have <clears throat> is there some big new target, big new direction you're going, or is it just like we're going to refine what we do and keep? Oh, we're, keep. yeah, we're going to keep at it. We're always refining. We're always um, having meetings, and we have, like, either a, definitely a yearly, sometimes we'll do it twice a year, where we get together and brainstorm. We're always looking for ways to do things better. Um, we've taken a huge environmental stance in the last two years, too. We've... Um, partnered with Noda Plastics, which is a local Ben company, so that we can be way more environmentally friendly on production because there's so much trash. And we do, we've aligned with Hydroflask and we have, you know, recycle bot, we have bottles that we loan out and we collect them at the end of the shoot. And we, we have no plastic, no single use plastic. And so we're always doing things like that. We're, um, yeah, it's fun. We we're pretty passionate about the environment and, um, Everyone's been really receptive to that, and we're um, right now in the midst of becoming a WBENC, which is the Women's Based Enterprise Organization, So, because we're mostly women, okay, um, and not our whole crews. It's just the business itself and the employees okay. are there. Okay. We're actually 100% women, <clears throat> and we have tons of freelancers and people that work for us that are men. We love people equally, but um, <laughs> that's an exciting thing that seems to be really important, uh-huh. and we're proud of that. And we're working towards becoming um, a B Corporation, which is all about the environment and right. you know our place in it. So that's ongoing. Wow. Yeah. That, there, there's, <laughs> there's a, a lot going things. on there. Yeah, I would say yeah. that's big stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think the next thing I want to focus more on is not just the community and business in the community, but kind of letting kids, our, 
our ages, the not our ages, our kids' ages right. know about, like going to the high school and trying to um, say what I never got, which was like this mind-blowing thing that we all know that production happens. We see movies, we see TV shows, and there's so many behind-the-scenes things. And when my kids were little, we used to call it, we still call it the magic of filmmaking. Like, mm-hmm. what really happened behind this right. whole right. scene or this whole sh- this whole shoot? And um, we want, I want to share that with kids. Like, it's not just production. There's talent, there's casting, there's wardrobe styling. I have a, my girlfriend's daughter reached out and said, I know what I want to be. I want to be a wardrobe stylist. And oh, I was wow. like, that's so rad that you know that. Right. So let's um, share it. There's hair and makeup artists. There's mm-hmm. so many people that um, get to do all this really fun stuff and you get to run your own business. I'd like to spread the word of that more. Because wow, I don't feel huge. like people have, yeah. no, people don't do that enough. And you're, if you're in the business, then you know. Right. But, you know, there's a lot of kids graduating this year that have no idea what they want to do. Yeah. So I'd like to spread the word a little more and go to. I think that's brilliant. I mean, I would have given anything for that kind of exposure, that yeah. kind of introduction to that, to that sort of world. Yeah. Back then, because I had no clue. I had no clue what I wanted to do with myself. I mean, think about your daughters. Yeah. Or, yeah. or like you guys growing up with a family with horses. Like people are animal wranglers for a right. living. They train animals. I always right. thought my daughter would be great at that. You know, there's so many cool things. Girls that love hair and makeup. Yeah, I mean, you, my can, you don't have daughter. to just be a hairstylist. You can be a right. hair right. makeup artist. And my younger daughter, she she will sit there for hours with scraps of fabric and Barbies and make new dresses for them. And, so cool. And I'm like, that that's talent. I can see where that can lead to a whole life. Yeah. So yeah. Designer. And, but then, how would she know like what's available, what's out there? That's your How job. that could turn into a career unless she gets exposed to somebody who comes in and says, "No, look, here's this yeah whole field." that taps into exactly what you love. Yeah. So. It's cool. Wow, so, that's great. So yeah, you've thanks. got all kinds of cool things happening. It's fun. So this this pause is a great window for you to maybe focus a bit more on that stuff. Totally. I'm actually not grateful for the pause, but grateful that we can make the best use of it because we all were kind of needing a little bit of like a reprieve and mm-hmm. just to catch up and So just utilize the time. Cool. Yeah. You too. I'm excited. I'm really excited for you here. I can't wait to participate. If my brain doesn't explode before we get up and running, it's going to be awesome. It won't. It's all going to happen. Yeah. Keep telling me that. There are those those dark moments at like, you know, three o'clock in the morning when I'm laying in bed going, Uh, God, will this ever work? It will. Yeah. So Patience. Yeah. I'll call you and be like, Darcy, help me. <laughs> it's overwhelming, I'm yeah. sure. You got this. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah, well, and thanks again for being a part of this. Yeah. This is thanks for having me. A lot of fun. So. Super cool. grateful. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. The Call to Create with host Charlie Teal is presented by Ghost Village Films and captured at Open Space Event Studio in Bend, Oregon. If you like what you hear, subscribe, rate, and review on YouTube, iTunes, or your favorite listening platform. 